Good evening, Star Wars fans. This is Holly, and I kind of wanted to do this as a trial run, just to kind of see, put some feelers out there, see where this goes, and hopefully something I say resonates with somebody out there. It's something you needed to hear. Hopefully it'll make your day better because, let's face it, world we're living in now, it's kind of going to hell in a handbasket and there's a lot of negativity and cancel culture out there so uh, I definitely felt like this was something that I wanted to do. I felt like I had a lot to say and offer on the topic that I'm speaking on so tonight is just more or less a uh, just a story about my journey within the Star Wars fandom and then from there kind of seeing uh, where this goes, whether it's talking about my collection or reviewing the comics that I'm reading or the video games. But I just, I definitely feel like um, there's a lot of Star Wars groups and pages and podcasts out there that really uh, negate um, groups of fans, whether it's posting inappropriate material or going off topic or um, shitting on the movies or the sequels just being overly negative um, to the point where um, not saying that having an opinion about not liking something um, or a character or a movie, but just you're on a Star Wars podcast and then you start shitting on the movies or just just like whether it's the sequel trilogy or um, Kylo Ren or um, just the prequel trilogy I just I feel like there's a lot of negativity out there and this is kind of something that I came across and noticed recently and it just kind of um, I guess you could say rubbed me the wrong way so I just I definitely feel like there's a lot of negativity already out there on Facebook and I feel like whether it's the hosts that are negative or the guests they bring on that are negative I just I definitely feel like that is counterproductive and detrimental to an already divisive fandom so talking about that kind of stuff on there just really it just to me it defeats the purpose so I just I kind of wanted to come on and just introduce myself to the Star Wars fandom just talk a little bit about my story about what you know what I'm into what I collect what uh, tattoos that I have and just hopefully being a female fan just something somewhere resonates with somebody and um, and I just I definitely feel like there's a lot of groups and pages and podcasts out there just kind of forget that so a little bit about my story. The um, first Star Wars movie I really got into on my own as an adult was Rogue One. And Rogue One and the character Director Krennic for me is what really got me into Star Wars and just really paying attention to the story and the universe and just getting into everything. It's also kind of where bits and pieces of my collecting started with the Funko Pops. 
So Rogue One, even though I don't like Director Krennic anywhere near the level that I like Kylo Ren, Rogue One, I keep coming back to because for me, it is the movie that really got me into Star Wars as an adult, like really, really into Star Wars, like borderline hardcore. So the first movie that really got me into Kylo actually was not episode seven. It was actually episode eight and I'll explain why. So as divisive and as trivial as episode eight, The Last Jedi is, to me, as a Kylo worshiper, Kylo hardcore, whatever you want to call me, um, I just, I definitely, for me, his story really showed a level of maturity in his character that had not been seen before. And you really start to see the struggle that you kind of see with Anakin in the prequel trilogy. That movie is The Last Jedi for Kylo. And it shows just his struggle with finding his place within the First Order and following Snoke. And so his story is the sequel trilogy and that's why the sequel trilogy I ship so hard and I really for me oh it's tough I just you know obviously the OG trilogy is kind of where things started but I definitely oh I almost like this I like the sequel trilogy better than the prequel trilogy unfortunately and I just you know because for me, that's where I got started. And it took the sequel trilogy and Kylo's character for me to really get into where I'm at in my life, within the fandom, within Star Wars as a whole. And so, episode 8, we went and saw 8 times in theaters. Uh, definitely that's where my kickstarting with my collecting kind of took off. The Funko Pops, the Lego... Um, we kind of started getting, you know, Kylo Ren artwork and um, the t-shirts. And so fast forward to right around episode nine. And there is a Star Wars podcast that I have to plug and shout out to because they are solely responsible for really getting me to that upper echelon place within the fandom and just finding my place within the universe. Being a female fan, comfortable with the comics, comfortable with the movies, comfortable with the TV shows, the video games, and just the new Force Order podcast, Doc, Spiro, and GGP. I fucking love you guys, and I am... So proud to be the first lady of the NFO. It's just you guys for me really, um, you came at a point in life where, you know, you kind of feel like you were lacking that purpose. And for you, for me anyways, you guys kind of did it and just, you introduced me to a whole family of, of guys that, you know, I consider really good friends to this day 
Chuchi, Dusty, Timbo, John, Johnny. I love you guys so much. And I am so um, proud to be a part of that family. And your sistress. And um, Doc, I swear to God, I'm going to send you the bill for all the fucking collecting that you make me do. It's ridiculous. Um, I haven't even got there with everything that I want. But we're... We're kind of bored with the commercial stuff right now. So that's why we kind of sidetracked into the tattoos and the comics. Which (laughs) is not really an even trade-off. Because tattoos, I mean, we're averaging about $200 a tattoo right now. So um, I just, I refuse to pay four or $500 for a figure. Um, I have the Kylo Ren lightsaber. Of course, there are a couple lightsabers that I want to get. And um, I definitely need a Kylo Ren helmet, which I feel like that's what's kind of my collection is lacking. But um, I just, spending more than $250 on stuff for that kind of stuff, just for me, just, ooh, I really struggle with. So we've kind of traded off uh, spending that money on tattoos and um, getting into the comics, which are definitely a little, kind of cheaper. Um, but it definitely for me has helped me find purpose. So getting into the new force order around episode nine, uh, for me really kickstarted my collecting with the toys, the comics, the video games, the tattoos, everything all stems around listening to them and episode nine. So this year... I got my first Star Wars tattoo March of this year was Kylo Ren Saber Piercing a Rose. That was my first Star Wars tattoo. And for me, being a female fan and just being able to get to that point in my life where I can express myself and put it permanently on my body is a really big deal for me. So a couple days before Virginia locked down, we got that and... Virginia opens up a couple months later in May. We get um, my second Star Wars tattoo, which is also homage to Episode Nine and my love and fascination with the Sith Empire. And just it, it just it was a necessity, and also it's one of my favorite parts uh, is um, the Sith. Wayfinder or Holocron, whichever you want to call it. Uh, We've got one of those on my right wrist. No sooner does the ink dry. Fast forward to um, July. We get our next tattoo. And it brings me to the first religious experience with getting a tattoo, especially a Star Wars tattoo. uh, And that is... Lucky 13 in Richmond, Ethan, I swear to God, I just, his work and his quality of work and being a Star Wars fan, like I said, being a Star Wars fan myself, you can't ask for anything better. Just having a tattoo artist that is a fan himself and just stands by his work and the level of detailing, especially when it comes to tattoos, and Star Wars tattoos, it just, you've got, the detailing is so important. 
and he did the one I got last month, which is uh, another dedication to my favorite part in episode nine and my new Force Order family, and that is um, They Fly Now tattoo on my um, left wrist, and that is arguably my favorite part in episode nine where uh, Finn, Poe, and Ray and everybody are being chased through the desert of Pisana, or Pisana, sorry, and um, C-3PO turns around and is like, oh, they fly now? And, um, f- and discovering that stormtroopers can fly, a.k.a. jet troopers, and um, yes, John Enright, they do fly, the white ones do fly, but um, the First Order jet trooper and the Sith jet troopers, I just, oh, I have to say, arguably, that's it. they're probably my favorite variation of Stormtrooper. I just, I love that, for me, that really changed the game with um, being into um, totally hardcore Empire Sith characters and just the Jet Troopers are just I love the characters and so that scene for episode 9 for me of course like I said is tribute to um, Tattoo I got last month which brings me to Tattoo I got a couple days ago Uh, and of course still or getting ready to take the uh, the bandage off it but uh, we got the other day a uh, tribute to it's not my favorite Star Wars vehicle but it's definitely top three of course the mothership itself the fucking Death Star um, I'm fascinated with uh, of course just I think the crescent symbol and moon phases in general and so I couldn't think of a better way to symbolize, poke fun, pay tribute, whatever, to the Death Star. And of course, that's no moon. Uh, in various phases of construction or deconstruction on my leg, which was my first leg tattoo. And so we discover also that leg tattoos feel different than arm tattoos. Um, especially when it comes to shading. So... Yeah, um, totally worth it though. Absolutely, hundred uh, percent. Um, it's definitely, arguably, the best if uh, Death Star tattoo that I've seen. Anyways, just in thinking about getting this tattoo and just seeing the idea and the concept that I got to get this tattoo, I just you can't even compare what I actually got um, to the original plan. So I just. Again, Ethan and Lucky13, I love you guys. And just go on my Instagram, my Facebook, check out the picture. Holy shit, it's like, (laughs) it's fucking Death Star tattoo. And we went pretty big with it, so who cares? Um, But just still trying to finalize my next one in a month. So um, got a couple ideas we're tossing around, nothing finalized but I you know we've kind of got it narrowed it down to a few anyway so of course that's my journey with Star Wars tattoos uh, and 
fast forwarding to the other aspect that I've really gotten into is the comics. And I have to say that getting into the comics and just going through in the order that I'm going in definitely gets me into the TV shows a lot more. Hence the Clone Wars, which I am hot and heavy into, not only in the comics, but the TV series and playing the Lego video game. It makes everything click and make sense. And you just, you have so much more of an appreciation for everything and just what's going on and reading up to like what triggered the Clone Wars, what's what's going on, what we're fighting for, who we're fighting, and um, just trying to keep my freaking clone commander straight is a feat within itself. But um, I have to say, so far, um, I'm kind of right now, um, slowly but surely, I'm, I'm halfway through season two with the TV show. Um, we're definitely a little ahead in the video game and the comics we're kind of getting into. Um, I kind of wanted to start the TV show a little bit before I got into the comics. So now um, I can get into the um, Clone Wars epic collections that I have and the Grievous comic. And so, you know, I definitely, I have so much more of an appreciation. And I'm so glad that I waited to get into the Clone Wars until I got there with the comics. Because... Setting up the comics got me into the video games, which is a whole other aspect of my fandom and my journey with Star Wars that um, at some point down the line here I'll touch on. But um, the comics for me are just really, I just, I find it such a breath of fresh air and I love reading them so much and I really owe uh, my kickstart into comics based off of the Rise of Kylo Ren series and um, my local shop Alpha Comics which Brianna and Alex having females let alone females running that comic book store and being a female Star Wars fan new to comics it really got me to a whole other level also of comfortability with there's a whole other um, echelon and whole other Star Wars there's so much out there in the Star Wars universe that up until this year getting into the comics is just like the Clone Wars series I haven't even really I kind of skipped the Old Republic and New Republic for right now. That's a whole other... I don't want to confuse myself taking on the canon and non-canon timeline. Uh, even though collecting-wise, I've really um, really kind of gotten into collecting the Dark Horse and the Legends, some of the Legends stuff, um, which I'm trying not to touch into too much, but kind of can't help it with where I'm at with the Clone Wars right now. So... Um, I just, I really, it gets me to a whole other level of comfortability to where I can go into a comic book store 
and just for me trade paperbacks and omnibuses just made it so much easier for me to start and finish and just really start pumping through the series. Um, Marvel Unlimited also because of COVID-19 and places getting shut down really allowed me to sample and try out some of the one-offs in some of the other series. So that for me also, it's a really good $10 investment. Um, however, reading on my phone is not the, um, how do I say it, the most optimal way to read comics. So that's why um, we've kind of just turned around and buying the shit anyway. Um, not only it allows me to support my local comic book stores, um, but it also, I, I really like reading and the phys, you know, I just, I like reading them in hand because I can bring them to work. Um, I can bring them on trips or just in downtime. I can, um, try and read at night to help me unwind. And I just, I absolutely, comics have kind of given me between that and tattoos have really, um, just kind of where I've focused a lot of my energy into, and just my collecting in general, I just, I have such a sense of pride with being into the comics and now comfortable with the video games and just, we've really taken my level of comfortability and just how I, how do I say it? My, where I feel my position is within the fandom, just to a whole other level of appreciation, which is something that, like I said, up until this year and the new force order podcast and episode nine and just everything going on in the world with COVID-19 it just it really um kind of forces you to really reevaluate and just look at things a whole lot differently and for me that is um kind of in a nutshell my journey so far with Star Wars, um, the collecting, the comics, the video games, the tattoos. Um, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, um, just Star Wars fans. I mean, it's definitely, you know, it's male dominated. And so I have kind of found, you know, obviously that all of my Star Wars fans or my friends, um, are guys. And like 90% of them are part of the new Force Order family, of course. But I just, I find myself, you know, it's, I don't really have too many, aside from my local comic book shop, maybe even um, Star Wars fans who are female. So I kind of, you know, I feel like I definitely relate more towards my, um, my male friends than my female friends, um, just because I don't really have very many. Um, I, of course, most of my friends are male, uh, which are through, um, my years as a wrestling ringside photographer. And of course, just my interests in general, whether it's Avengers or, um, Star Wars, it just, most of the people I tend to keep in touch with, especially online, just for whatever reason, just happen to be male, um, and I don't know if maybe it's just, I feel like there's less drama that way, but, um, I, uh, you know, I just, I don't know very many female fans that I can really relate to. So, um, 
this podcast, like I said, was just more or less a, um, just a who's who about myself and just my journey within the fandom so far and just kind of hopefully, uh, you found what I said about my journey, something about it resonated with you to where, um, I just, I like sharing my journey and my story with others, especially those into Star Wars, you know, just hearing, tell me about your journey with Star Wars. Tell me about your Star Wars tattoos. If you've read comics, if you haven't read comics, if you want to read comics, um, if you play the video games, if you have an Xbox One, which I now apparently have. Uh, so uh, if you have Xbox One, definitely feel free to add me. Um, Southpaw Sith on Xbox. So please, if you have Fallen Order, Battlefront 1 and 2, um, there's some other non-Star Wars games I have on there I'm trying to get into. Um, video games I kind of have a love-hate relationship with. I like watching people play them more so than myself playing them uh, because I get I get irritated after a while. So, um, but anyways, I just I definitely, you know, with COVID nineteen and just everything going on in the world and just the negativity and the cancel culture and just the amount of bullshit that we see and witness in our everyday life. Uh, I just, you know, I, I find that Star Wars for me is my outlet. Um, whether it's getting a tattoo, buying another comic, um, trying to find or buy something that Doc doesn't have. Um, and it's pretty damn hard because he fucking buys everything. Um, but anyways, uh, I hope you all have a great night. I hope you all like listening to what I had to say in my story. And if you're a Star Wars fan, if you're not a Star Wars fan, I just, like I said, I really hope that you liked what I had to say. And to my NFO fam, to which you guys are the inspiration for this, I love you guys as always. And... May the force be with you.